0: Yo, what's going on? It's CJ Today Slayer from Upgrade America Podcast. Hey, special thanks to all you upgraders globally supporting the movement of Black Lives Matter, not the organization, just the concept in general. Um, even though we do support what they do, I just wanna kinda separate how we're meaning it. Um Updates in the George Floyd case. So far, they only arrested one, the main officer, it seems like. They have a nude prosecutor on the case, Mr. Ellison from Minnesota. I think he's a senator or a representative. Can't remember. But anyway, we're, we'll figure this out together. But we need equality and justice. That's all Black Americans want. So we send a special shout out domestically and especially foreign. Appreciate the support. Love, peace, happiness.
1: Peace. Another black king, Deborah Nores. And I'm
2: shaking my head, but no one more blood to it than I was but no one my friends seem to have questions. What's up, world, and all our upgraders? Hope you're staying safe out there. And I hope you're not burning anything, unless it's the ganja man, and you know, do what you do. But uh, we're not here to encourage anyone to be riding or anything wild like that. But um, let me introduce myself, as suppose. I'm Cameron Ra, 2020 independent presidential candidate and the ringmaster for the Upgrade America Circus. Pleased to be joined by none other than CJ the Day Slayer, We're on a mission to make politics and controversial issues entertaining enough for you to listen to them and be aware, so stay tuned for the greatest show on earth soon to be March. How's life in Orlando though, bro? I'm good, man. Blessed, grateful. Uh, Weather's been hot.
0: Hurricane season starts tomorrow. Oh,
2: boy. Yeah, so we're dealing with all of this and then hurricanes in the mix. Any tips for, uh, for hurricane preppers?
0: um just make sure all your insurances are up to date make sure you got uh flashlight stuff radio with with it doesn't need batteries mm, um
1: true true
0: they got the solar stuff i got mres for food and i got bottled water so i'm pretty good i suggest you have that and then have your uh arms ammo all that good stuff oh,
2: that goes without saying bro that goes without saying but you know, we want to shout out to everybody out there. Make sure you're good. And a special shout out for uh, you know military veterans. We got to do uh, military veteran suicide awareness. So you know, check on your wingman, your ranger buddy, or whatever the hell the the navy and the marines call each other. What do they call each other? You know? I forgot. I think battle buddy was it? That is army, it right? Battle, you would think it would be some sort of like naval thing, some sort of water thing. You know? Yeah. I no, think Army shit. does say battle buddy and ranger buddy. You know, what Air Force, Wingman, but I don't know. I don't know what the Navy is.
0: I think it's Navy. Shipmate
1: or
2: something like that. Is it Shipmate? It might be. It might be. Y'all Navy folks reach out. Yeah, yeah, please let us know. But our main topic we're discussing today is the Minneapolis riots and also the riots across the nation because this thing is spreading like wildfire. Pun intended but well, I guess it's really not wildfire, people are sending it. But anyways, um, we want to talk about that, but also the angle of how have these riots been instigated? Are there any outside forces that are uh, trying to steer these events a certain way? But CJ, what else we got on the agenda?
0: Uh, we got some international stories talking about the New World Order agenda um we're gonna talk about just one part of it because it's it's very comprehensive we'll just kind of go over that um race car topic of the week well that's all we've been talking about obviously but um we wanted to focus on will these protests activate change in policy for civil rights for black americans 2.0 so that's what i'm more curious about than anything after all this subsides like what is it really going to mean
2: what
0: um I mean, go ahead I,
2: well i suppose we should save that for the conversation but please yeah please, please go ahead um uh, rapid highlight
0: um headlines sorry uh covid fees for goods and services moving forward hmm. I be interesting to talk about uh just to get our opinions and thoughts nothing crazy uh rv's making a comeback due to Rona. And Rona testing before getting hired Or returning to work You and I have been all talking about this for a while Yeah uh, What else we got Are Democrats using Rona For leverage reasons For primary elections and midterm elections Something to consider um, Trump threatens Twitter Shooters for looters
1: mm.
0: 40, 47% income tax Freedom of press Vilifying Weed, Using Weed to Paint a nar- Negative Narrative Against Black People, Trayvon Martin.
1: Mm.
0: Um, what else we got? We got some positive stories, real cool stuff, and closing remarks and thoughts. So that's the agenda for today.
2: day. So we got a really great show for, for y'all. Stay tuned. So um, I guess let's uh, dive into the, the, the first yeah, topic cool. is um, a little bit about What the riots is going on George Floyd was he died in custody of the Minneapolis police now there are a lot of um (laughs) there's a lot going on with, with that story we can address that uh the specifics of the that that event when we do the race card but anyways this resulted in a lot of civil unrest we're talking five nights maybe six nights so far of civil unrest people are burning things looting Riding, and the objective was to start it peacefully, and it got out of control. Now, people are playing the blame game. You see a lot of uh, circulation talking about, like, oh, black people don't know how to peacefully assemble. There have been countless demonstrations where black people have peacefully assembled. You're taking take the NFL. They had a problem with that. They didn't want black people to do that. LeBron James speaking that They had a problem with that. You know, uh, even Kobe Bryant wearing wearing a you know a shirt saying "I can't breathe." I had a problem with that. But at the same time, there's a, that wasn't effective. People have been demonstrating in the past. It just somehow it led to this. What's up, not Thanks for watching. But um, somehow it, it led to to what we're dealing with right now. And it's not just I, I want to emphasize it's not just black people who are out looting and, and rioting and taking advantage of this situation. But anyways, um, the National Guard is, has been activated in uh, in Minneapolis. The MPs have not been deployed and to enforce martial law. We talked about this on a, a couple episodes back. Absolute martial law, coming soon, coming to a city <laughs> near you. And everybody thought it was crazy. <laughs> and it's like, we mentioned that for COVID and perhaps COVID was not uh, big enough to, to, to do martial law, but civil unrest seems to be like a uh, a reasonable reason to, uh, to to use such a thing, and they're considering it. So, and I, I want another thing too, this is not just happening in Minneapolis. It's like, what, at least, let's just say 15 cities across America. Yeah, probably like, up,
0: upwards of 30 by now.
2: And I was just rounding down to be safe. But as I mentioned, it's like almost 30 cities where civil unrest is, is going on. And we, I asked you a question before on some other episodes. If you have nationwide civil unrest and National Guard is, is deployed in like every single state of that civil war, I don't know. But um, there's curfews in 25 cities, Philadelphia, L.A., and of course, Minneapolis. Authorities across the nation are mobilizing for civil unrest. And Trump says uh, George Floyd memory is being dishonored with the violence. I don't know, and I'm going to tap dance on this delicately, but a part of me thinks if I complied with the officers' orders and I did not resist arrest, and no one, not one, not two, but three officers who swore a oath to protect the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic and essentially serve the people, if three of those officers watched a a, a dirty cop murder me in, in custody, I don't know. I dare say from the grave, I might shout, burn the fucking world down. And I'm not, um, I'm not going to uh, condemn, no, condemn, I'm not gonna condone uh, civil unrest, but I can comprehend it, I can. And I do believe that's Martin Luther King's quote is that riots are, how do you say, the language of the unheard. And again, like I said, I don't condone it. I don't, not saying go out there, do crazy shit, But I understand. And I mentioned in the Upgrade America Handbook Policy for the Future, that if something isn't done addressing police brutality, that it will lead to nationwide civil unrest. And that's what we're looking at. So uh, Chris, historically, have you seen this much, this many cities active at one time?
0: We covered it in Black History
2: Month uh, Mm -hmm. heavily.
0: So you got what, 1919? Actually, today is the anniversary of the beginning of the terroristic acts of the U.S. versus Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, 99 years ago. So just to keep that in the history books, history repeating itself, ironically enough. Yo,
2: that is very profound. Mark Twain saying history doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. And you're looking at like uh, nearly a hundred years ago. There's one of the biggest, you said, terrorist attacks against the African American community. Absolutely, and because it's like, not kind of a riot. It's terrorism. Could, yeah. Yo, it, the world is pretty crazy right now. Right. So, let's um. Here's the thing. The Minnesota officials are are saying that people are, are acting. Uh, the nonviolence is is not residents for, for the majority. And yeah, uh, um, I'm sure there are some locals that are involved in it. I mean, like I said, people been at home for like three months, they got nothing to do, and they're already pissed off and fired up. But at the same time, let's stick with that narrative that a lot of these, uh, how do you say, people inciting the violence are, are, are coming from out of town. So. When you watch the mixed down version of, of the, the episode, we're gonna inject a clip right here of this mysterious Umbrella Man. I've been posting it on my feed. A lot of this guy um, who's going around, he had an umbrella and he's breaking all the windows and stuff like that. Yeah. And they managed to capture him on uh, on camera. And this may have incited a lot of uh, the violence. And I, I do believe there are more than one of them and they were they have some sort of agenda here's a fun fact for all you upgraders. Drones and satellites, they can ID you from space, from the air, by your ears. They, they, and how you, um, you have a specific uh, specific profile on how you look from the air. So wearing an umbrella, it changes that, uh, it changes, I don't wanna say it cloaks you from drones in the sky. But um, that's, that's just a theory of mine. And this guy was, he was moving very much like an operative. He was very nonchalant. And he did not seem to be like a protester. Again, I'm gonna slide in that uh, that footage so it'll make more sense. But um, were there more of these umbrella men? What outfit are they with and what was their mission? You have any idea on, on that CJ?
0: I think you nailed it like in sight um I've been seeing a lot of everybody on the same page as far as you have provocateurs or mm-hmm. undercover cops or yes indeed. government mm-hmm. agents paid protesters
2: like I've that's heard about even- that too paid protesters paid rioters yeah. and um when as soon as you start putting the paid part in there and you paid rioters someone is sponsoring terrorism you know Basically. and um <sighs> it's and again we're just dancing around the rabbit hole because we have no uh we have no evidence or, or it's just speculation like yeah. boom who would uh who who would who'd sponsor such a thing i would not say it's um i don't think it, it it's government but there are entities outside of government in government well I
0: was, I was reading this uh, was, this uh, one uh became, No, I was reading up real quick last night that George Soros, uh, Mm -hmm. business magnate, funded Black Lives Matter. Yet there are four females, black females, that are the face of the organization. But I was digging a little bit and it was saying that he actually funds it. So he's very democratically charged, funds campaigns across the nation for DAs, you know, whoever's running on the left, I guess. And so, when I looked that up, I thought that was kind of fascinating. This will tie into the other things we'll talk about. So, um, that could be one person. I mean, I can't prove it for sure, but there were reports saying, you know, that he sponsored uh, Black Lives Matter.
2: And, and, and again, it's like sponsoring protesters, peacefully protesting, I'm all for it. But when you are paying people to burn shit or to break things, it's like again you're sponsoring terrorism, and you know that's a that's a pretty big deal. But right now across our nation, in our largest cities, law enforcement and military are mobilizing to quell civil unrest from rioters that the media is portraying to be mostly black. Like right now, the narrative seems to be oh black people are going out burning stuff and destroying the city, but. And, and what's going on to counter that is perhaps one of the biggest uh, armed forces in, in, in our nation is mobilizing to, to quell that violence. That's a bit of concern for me, particularly because the, uh, how do you say, the, the aggressor is being portrayed as being African-American.
1: Yeah.
2: Or just, let's just say a person of color. But um, I don't know where this is going. But it it, it really makes me uh, uncomfortable. But what are your your thoughts on on the situation?
0: The whole thing, like, is just frustrating. It's like um, for everybody to at least be on the same accord for once, we're united in the United States, that Mm -hmm. basically this man was basically executed and murdered on camera. Let's call it what it is. You're absolutely Um, right. But yet... We're still seeing how slow justice is playing out with all the officers involved except the main officer. And Well, I mean, murder, my bad. Um, But you're not seeing swift enough justice, even though the DA from Minnesota is like, oh, this is swift. Like, no, it's not, because you would have had the other guys in. You've already been getting ready for a court date. None of that. No charges on the other officers, nothing. And then the charge they did put on the main officer is like lighter than probably what it should be. So, now, can
2: you elaborate on what those charges were?
0: I think it was just uh, second degree. I think between second and third degree murder, this thing's mm-hmm. been moving so quick. Um, but I think it was third degree. So he needs to be probably at second or maybe even first degree. Obviously, they got to prove it in the court of law intent. Uh, first degree is basically premeditated, like he planned on doing this. Mm. But with, with their first complicated decade, history, right. yeah, with the officer's complicated history with the uh,
2: person he murdered,
0: mm-hmm. that can raise the flag for hey, that's murder one.
2: Basically, a fun fact for, for you out there um, Officer Siobhan and George Floyd worked in mm-hmm. the same nightclub for like 17 years. So. When you work with someone for 17 years, two or three years, you're gonna bump into each other and it, it seems there there could possibly have been some sort of history between the two of them. And that's something we have to take into consideration as well, like what could have been going on privately? And has this been an, an exploitation of, of power to handle uh, private matters or, or even other agendas? Who could say we're only speculating on that? Upgrade America itself But we're going to give you the facts
0: um, Yeah, we'll, we'll keep rolling Because we'll, we'll end up So many questions with this
2: <laughs> um, I guess a, a question for you is At this point in time With the narrative being spun So, so negatively and, and the possibility of saboteurs And uh, you know Secret operatives Out there like is there hope for protesting protesters? Is is it effective now?
0: Um, the only protest, be honestly, and we had this conversation what last week, last mm-hmm. episode, armed protest. Mm. That seems like the most effective protest, and I'm not saying, <sighs> anything, right? but
2: yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. But it's again, it's just like. You now you open up a brand new can of worms because it's like okay cool, people were protesting peacefully. Somehow it it got fucked up and uh, law enforcement shot gas into the crowd. Could you imagine that same scenario unfolding with armed protesters and then the cross exchange fire with a saboteur inciting something, like yeah. someone shooting from the crowd and then if and again with the umbrella man if you, if you watch how he move. He went in very smooth, bing, bing, bing. Bro broke some windows, kept it moving. He didn't stay around to say, "Yeah, man, fight the power." No, man, he broke the sh- he broke the windows and he kept it moving like an operative, in and out. So you're talking about someone in? You got a crowd of peaceful protesters that are armed, threw buses off from the crowd, from the back of the crowd, and then flee. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's really difficult to say. How how that would play out, but at the same time, I do think that on protesting would level the playing fields. Like, but it, you really gotta have unification. Jojo
0: Turkey, what's up? Uh, shout out to the boss three nine two and Raw Daddy Dollar, my brother, uh, my Yo, cousin Jeff. from Carolina. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Jojo Turkey said, "Protests should continue thirty days nonstop over the USA." <laughs> Well, they, they're putting in martial law, so that's going to change some things. We're going to see how it plays out.
2: Oh, so I suppose this is where we should interject this, right? Okay. Um, everyone protesting out there, everyone considering protesting out there, I support your efforts. Do so peacefully. Another thing that you have to take into consideration, when you're protesting, you are publicly announcing that you are an advocate of government. And, um... Essentially, that can be spun into saying you are a terrorist. So here's a fun fact for you, particularly when it's these protests that are, like I said, or how do you say, uh, against police brutality. They are using every bit of technology to gather every bit of information about you to put you in a into a not a terrorist database. But yeah, in a database where they can see if you are potentially uh, something like that. And uh, as we discussed on our previous episode, the black identity extremist is one of the highest priorities for the federal government right now. And it can easily, that clause can easily be spun to make any protesters seem like they're they're terrorists. So keep that in mind, at the same time, feel free to exercise those first amendment rights while we still can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you raise a good point. And also do know once you fall into black identity extremists the patriot act comes into light also the national defense authorization act which ties into basically all the laws that can make you a terrorist when you have no legal rights of the constitution
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so so something considered something we brought up on the upgrade america podcast
2: but i think um that's really what this is um what this is about man it's um it's all of that to impose this system, to dissolve the old system, and then put a new form of law and order, a new form of uh, a, a new justice system in place. Like, how do you say what is his name? Barr is already discussing about uh, you know prosecuting uh, these these the rioters, but also potentially some of the uh, the protesters. You could be guilty by by association. And they also mentioned in time of COVID that the Justice Department wanted to suspend habeas corpus, or at least try to. And I do believe it's like, here's the thing, when we discussed this, when COVID was the only purpose for doing that, I don't think they would do it. The people would not accept it. But now that the narrative is like, the whole city, the whole nation's on fire, people might be like, bring on some, uh, some martial law. Let's suspend that habeas corpus, and and, and again, it's like these things—they they need the people's support for it. Like with COVID, they have the a lot of the people support. Yeah, let's crash the economy, all for public health and safety. But just uh, stay woke and, and keep your eyes peeled. You got any uh, more on this one? Because we could talk. Just uh, this this... day, man, it goes deep.
0: Yeah, well, just last question I posed to both of us is how do you see this case playing out in general?
2: Uh you're talking about George Floyd or yes. in general? Well I, we're still gonna touch on that for the race card, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. I'm, yeah, we'll save it then.
2: No, yeah. I mean like we, we can uh, use that as a transition point because um well no I, I do have one more thing. Okay on as far as uh the riots, the black identity uh, extremists, and also the mobilization of uh, military forces in, in America. We had this discussion before, CJ. That you know, we we did our uh, we did our dirt, you know, for uh, the for the feds, you know, with the, the armed forces. You know, the whole war we we fought in the war on terrorism. But like, I do say that that ideology and, and all those efforts, it, it, they they could be pretty much a training exercise or a blueprint on how to implement that state side. Like you have countless drone attacks, countless uh, counter surveillance and, and everything that's being used abroad. I dare say those same things would be used uh, on the home front. And uh, I don't want to say targeted at the African American or the black community, but it, 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 it's a possibility. I don't know.
0: Well, somebody brought this up. I was looking in uh, comments, and somebody brought up foreign militias to come in. Like we would contract foreign militias, like the US government would contract foreign militias Mm -hmm. to come quell civil disturbance. Because they know our military members would be compromised because, remember we had this conversation with season Mm -hmm. one about the conflict of interest of actually having to use use of force against your family members in essence basically
2: now what about um, I, I, I get what you're saying like foreign um, foreign militias what have you they they would um, they really wouldn't it wouldn't be a conflict of interest now what about those um, private militaries PMCs mm. like do you think they're getting paid enough to do the dirty work you think that's a a route that would be taken? i don't know i don't know because i can
0: still see them still having a conflict of interest but if you bring a foreign militia Mm
1: -hmm.
0: a spec ops spooks whatever you know like cia type quasi
2: okay um if you're just talking about spooks and um and how do you say black flag operatives that would definitely the agency has enough resources as, as well as other uh, how do you say intelligence agencies as well that we wouldn't have to contract that out to and we because i have nothing to do with that shit but they would not have to contract it out to a, a foreign uh nation now what you're talking about as far as like martial law enforcing that the the military the war machine is very disciplined you may have a few people trying to resist it but it's a machine is very well oiled and very refined and people uh, military members are good at taking orders and that's how it functions by by taking orders and i know that's why i brought it up think about the um yo we went into iraq and took freaking heads man with no real evidence of yellow cake uranium like countless conflicts have been been fought with uh, as long as the narrative is good and the troops are buying the the bs like they'll make it happen and right now the media is spending it very well they're spending mm-hmm. it very well like there are the nations on fire from you know from rioting and everything and it starts off as deploy the military damn peace enforce uh how do you say to enforce the curfew and to make sure no one's popping off but then you know you're still gonna clash, and then you have escalation. It's grand theft auto, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have an, escal- you have an escalation. Now you be like, oh, yo, like they they're they're now they're button heads with the MPs, and they're gonna be like, yo, roll out the, the armored the carriers and all that stuff, and then you know it, it's full on fucked up from this civil war too. But
0: I don't know. Like I said, I still I believe now. I'm not saying I agree with you that. You're always gonna have bad actors within, say the military, government agencies, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this case, you're talking about civil unrest, where they live too. I still see that mentally as a conflict of interest if this was to escalate. I, that's why you would have two contracts.
2: You're right, because the National of- Guard is, uh, the National Guard is, that's there, they live there. You're right. At the same time, like, I think that type of, working with a foreign entity, that would I don't want to say would unify the people but all them guys in Wisconsin and all those hunters and all that they not having that shit they be like oh you want to have these French speaking motherfuckers coming in trying to take my right?" yo they not having that shit but like foreign uh, I don't know everything is possible in 2020 I'm not ruling that out I just see it very unlikely
1: Oh,
0: shout out to the intelligence agencies listening this fine Sunday. Appreciate you guys doing your jobs.
2: Oh, no doubt. And um, as I mentioned, I don't think they would directly incite this, but I think they should really look into those umbrella guys. That's the concern. That's a, a concern for me, particularly because this is happening across the nation. I'm like, okay, Minnesota. I mean, Minneapolis, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at on the map. I'm like, I'm over here and that's over there. And then it's like within days, it's like, oh yeah, now New York's popping off. Oh yeah. Now Philly's getting into it. Now LA's getting down. Like, and I'm like, yo, this is happening across the nation. It's wild. But, um, I don't know, bro. I, I really don't know, man
0: um yeah we'll see um we're just throwing out speculation theories like we're critically thinking you have to with all this chaos mm-hmm. you gotta sort through and try to figure out motivations angles like that's that's what we try to teach on upgrade
2: america you absolutely right so i'd be i suppose before we can transition to the next topic we okay. have to, even if it's like a far-out fantasy, we have to come up with some sort of peaceful solution. Absolutely. So, I'd like...
0: So
2: first. I don't know, man. Like, okay. So, how can we, like, have a peaceful solution? Do you think we should, like, I don't know, invite some police chiefs on the Upgrade America show? And... I really want to try to push that uh, here, like, would you hear my proposal? Would you be interested in a, in a third party, you know, exclusively for, to advocate the rights of the citizens because, um, citizens advocate agency is one thing, this is something that we propose that like, Hey, that you would have not so much a patrol, but you would have a third party injected in there that they would more or less accompany. Police in their own vehicles whenever there's a search, a stop, an arrest, something of that nature that they would report it live so that uh, for the safety and uh, of of the citizen and they would also advocate them of their rights because here's the thing it is a big conflict of interest for cops to read citizens their rights like you have the right to remain silent meaning like you don't have to self incriminate yourself Police mm-hmm. want you to incriminate yourself so that they can make a case. So that in itself is a conflict of interest, and that's why I think we need a third party for that as well. That's my thing on how we could at least throw a solution out there on how we could quell it. but it's a matter of like, even if the uh, police did want to listen to 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 that and maybe even implement that, how do we how do we uh, get the people to simmer down?
0: charge the officers (laughs) put them in court and let that play out but i mean the only thing is you got to prove everything in in the justice system justice is blind right
1: yeah absolutely
0: but at least see that happening that's the big part of this and then i think you bring up i like the uh your idea sounds a lot better and better each time we bring it up because all these events are unraveling, it makes more sense. But at the same time, the powers that be, your DAs, your judges, your mm-hmm. politicians, they have to approve legislation for this stuff. At the end of the day, if they um, see... You're them, talking about for the
2: Citizens Advocate Agency?
0: Well, just everything. For change, systematic oh, change. Because
2: even if... Uh, how do you say it? Even if legislators don't want to cooperate with that. This is, uh, we, we discussed about making this a nonprofit organization, but the citizens mm-hmm. do this themselves. Like, you can take it upon yourself, like, yo, you see someone pulled over for their safety, like third party, like, hey, I'm just recording this for their safety. I'm looking out for, for a fellow citizen. This is real. We can take this upon ourselves. We don't have to have legislators make this, do this, but for every incident that's caught on film, on camera, Man, and I'm taking a, I'm going to lowball it. I'm going to lowball it just to, you know, just to be fair. I dare say there's 10 other incidences that we don't see. So if we can get more cameras out there, more, more exposure, more people filming, more people watching, then perhaps uh, we can advocate for one another. And, you know, we we can stop this or mitigate this, this issue. I want to throw another thing out there. It's okay. against the surveillance state and having, um, what do you say, ha- having cameras everywhere, but they're doing something. So I would say that cops should not be able to pull you over where there are no cameras. So if you're in the middle of, of somewhere, you should be putting your, your hazards on and be like, yep, I see. I acknowledge that you are trying to uh pull me over. I'm not stopping until... Uh, we get to the next gas station for your safety. Until someone is out there advocating for the citizens. Yo, what's up, Farrell Polly? I see you watching, appreciate it. But until yeah. someone's out there advocating for the citizens, mm-hmm. like we need to move in our, uh, for our own safety, so.
0: I like that idea and actually I suggest uh, everybody to do that when you're getting pulled over. If mm-hmm. you're in like somewhere where you're gaps in between, where there's surveillance or witnesses, definitely try to find a gas station with it. Make sure somebody sees you, make sure you're on some kind of camera.
2: Um, absolutely.
0: I absolutely advise that.
2: Because um, it's it's becoming a trend. And um, on, until there is, cause really think about it, there is no oversight. These guys literally have a license to kill with no oversight. And then you out there, but well, camera raw, camera raw, they have body cameras. Yeah, they got body cameras, but it ain't nothing to go like this. Take that shit, take that shit. Covering the camera, we took somebody up. But it, it's nothing like that, somebody's somebody booty too fat, they, they move into the frame, you know, that that blocks the picture as well. But when you have somebody outside of the process, who's, who's, who's their purpose, their, their purpose is to, you know, to record and capture that, then you know, um, I don't know, I, w- I would feel more comfortable, me personally.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, what are well, we gonna have... talk about
2: now? We can roll into George Flynn if you got some background on that. I just got a couple questions for you right, sure on on the matter. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we all know what happened. You know, what I'm saying, um, George Floyd got arrested. My understanding was for some forgery. How it, it came to them using that amount of force, I can't say. I really can't say. My understanding is sure. this guy had his knee on the guy's neck for about eight minutes, and um, he he died as a result. Security forces, we, we know what time it is. when you have somebody in your custody, whether they're a prisoner of war or you know you're you're detaining someone doing uh, law enforcement operations. They are, your they are your responsibility.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, okay,
2: don't play that shit. Like, nah. they not play that shit. You got receipts from motherfuckers. Like, when particularly with those detainees, like in Iraq and stuff like that. Yo, he was riddled with bullet holes when I got him, and that's how you transfer. You have to put that on a and your little forms and stuff. Like, yeah. account for it, so, and you get court-martialed. It, it, it's no game. So I don't see why um, we're having so many incidences in uh, in, in the civilian sector. But my question for you, I suppose, is at what point could a citizen intervene with the execution of George Floyd? And what I mean, like, if I was on scene, or if you was on scene, and you know security forces, you know your use of force model, and you know what he was doing is wrong. At what point could you lawfully intervene and say, yo, officer, get your fucking knee off his neck, like you're going to kill him. This is an excessive use of force, and it's unjustified. What point can you you use the reasonable amount of force to stop? And if this is unclear, it needs to be made clear. The FBI, all law enforcement agencies, you need to make that clear. Because people watch this man die. People watched this man die. The world watched this man die. Eight people, eight, four officers were on scene, they watched this man die and no one did shit. So you have people who are standing by, they could have intervened, but again, it's not their fault. And, and quite frankly, I don't know. I, I am ignorant to that answer, To What point I could legally intervene and be like, yo, I am going to use force if you don't release this man immediately. But yeah. then I have to worry about reprisal and, yeah. uh, you know, my own, <laughs> you know, freedom and, and safety. So it's like, these are questions that I need answered. And I, it's rhetorical. I'm not shouting at you, Chris. You don't, you don't need an answer. But these are things... Ah. These are okay. things the world needs, America needs these questions answered, Yeah. So, you know? And motherfucker, all oh, you people saying that Ahmed's death was justified, you know? Oh, citizens rest, citizens arrest. Okay, yeah. if that's justified, then please, I need a little more guidelines, a little more clarity on, on this matter because I'm a bit confused, a bit perturbed, and a little perplexed, and a, a bit more, but um, again, Shout out, thanks for your service, CJ. Security forces and everything. But through going through tech school, do you ever recall being trained to put your knee on the neck of a suspect? Nope. Is this a common LE technique? Nope. I don't think so either. Any of my fellow defenders, please let me know if you recall doing uh in wartime or peacetime, if you ever recall putting your neck on your knee on somebody's neck. Unless you're trying to kill. You know. Yeah, you're taught what? force um, authorization and in, in, in all. But like, yeah. I don't recall hearing that. And again, I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. We need a national, meaning every state, every county, every jurisdiction needs to have the same use of force model. They need to know that they can't do this. They can do this on certain circumstances. And this needs to be across the board. I don't see why it's so, well, in Texas, you can... Uh, you can choke people out with your forearms, and then you know in Arizona you can ranger choke. You can gouge eyeballs, and in, in uh, how do you say in, in Philadelphia, but you can't do it in LA. Like <laughs> we need yeah. a cross-the-board use-of-force model, and I think that's another way that we can um, we can mitigate this in the future. We can, yeah. we can mitigate this these things in the future. And I get it. Cops have a very tough job. You, you have to do what you do without getting. Uh, you have to try to prevent crimes without getting yourself killed and i know it's tough but when you got someone at this disadvantage they're in handcuffs their hands behind the back they're on the ground they are not resisting and you still feel compelled to put your knee on your neck like
0: oh but did you see the video where they already had him in a vehicle and took him back out and killed him?
2: i didn't see that
0: i, I saw that video that. where well, that- they apprehended him right him in a vehicle like i was thinking like all right why is this even a case like he should have been back to the station doing the paperwork whatever whatever no they took him back i don't see when they take him back out but i see when they initially put him in and they were beating him in the vehicle where you can't see it and then you end up with the other video the last video where he's getting choked out to death where he gets murdered so that lets me know that is Basically,
2: first degree murder. I, I I totally agree with that as well. It's um particularly when you if a prosecutor is going to ignore their history, then they they're doing they're doing a bad job. They're doing a, a, a very bad job. going on what's up, Alex
0: from France, represent?
2: This is um I don't know, bro. Like I said, I threw some solutions out there. I hope our uh, our <laughs> listeners in the feds you know, in the federal government, they'll take some notes, make some changes. But, um, I, I, I outlined this, man, I told you I mean, and I, I love to um, say I told you so, but I told you, uh, Upgrade America, Policy for the Future. It's a book that, that you know, that we wrote talking about policies uh, to upgrade America, but I told you, you know, like, if you don't address this, uh, this bubble of tyranny, this bubble of oppression, it's gonna burst, and, you know, there's gonna be blood and shit, and the nation's gonna burn to the the ground and that's what we're looking at now and yeah, I don't know man it's uh how many nights has it been it's it's five six nights um no maybe like
0: three or four cause he was murdered what Monday I think it was Monday and then it didn't start to really like what Wednesday Thursday maybe
2: the the last source I seen said five but I may have looked at that yesterday yeah it might be five it might Easter, be what if you're talking today. about last night then yeah it might be six but um <laughs> i don't know bro i think uh we are doing a piece of our part just by discussing it just by putting out ideas solutions yeah. you know and um yeah bro I, I really don't know the, the, the world the nation is on fire <laughs> and then you sprinkle sprinkle some COVID on, on top of it man like, this shit is crazy bro but again it's like um, we there's there, the possibility is just to you know to stop this in the future it's just a matter of uh, if people want to you know use their energy and, and upgrade America What else what else we got on the uh, on the agenda
0: well, let's talk about the UN real quick. So, me and you were talking about the New World Order. Jen. We're just going to shift mm.
1: gears,
0: cool down a little bit,
2: simmer down, simmer down, son. Yo, um, they thought we was crazy talking all that New World Order shit. Look at these conspiracy theorists, these conspiracy theorists. Yo, hold on, let me bring that up. Those okay. actual links. Our listeners can actually look at that real quick. What do you got this the international? Okay, so if you go to UN nwo.org that's uh this the un's new world order website you can really <laughs> see you can really see this and they package it so lovely they're like yeah oh, yeah one grand by 2050 you know it's it's yeah son that's this you you want to bring it up and we can like uh gloss over it yeah i got
0: it i got just the uh the bottom link with the 16 targets of global goals
2: I saw that, and I saw one of them was, like, the, like, not so much anti-guns, anti-violence and stuff like that.
0: How about that? Well, oh, you, yeah, let's let's get into that. <laughs>
2: Let me read the narrative real quick from the, okay. from the UN. Okay. <laughs> United States New World, no, pardon me. United Nations New World Order Project is a global high-level initiative founded in 2008 to advance a new economic paradigm a new political order and more broadly a new world order. Let me say that again. A new world order for humankind which achieves the UN's global goals for sustainable development by 2030 and the happiness, well-being and freedom of all life on Earth by 2050. What the hell does that mean? That's very obscure. Yeah. And they, it, I know it could entail a lot of things. So, what do they got down here? Happy tourism
0: They're being cute. They created a word.
2: Oh, they are. <laughs> they're being very cute. But it's like um, the other link that you had in there, it talks about their uh, initiatives, right?
0: Yeah, I wanted to go over that.
2: All right, let's take it away.
0: All right. So, I'm going to read this off. You can go check out the link. You know, we might post it in the notes or something. But they got 16 goals, right? 16 targets, ironically, targets, right? Uh, so reduce violence everywhere. So they have a symbol of a gun being crushed. So you know mm-hmm. what that means to Americans.
2: You already know they, they about that, uh, taking the, that Second Amendment right?
0: Well, we, a lot of the stuff we talk about, Upgrade America, we have solutions. Cam has written two ebooks about That's all this insane. stuff. So, don't get me wrong. We want this stuff, but how they're going about it is very, I feel like, sneaky, sly. I agree. Let's see. Protect children from abuse, exploitation, trafficking, and violence. We get that, but we also know a lot of the policymakers are a part of that trade. So let's...
2: I was just going to say that's pretty ironic when you have all that Pizzagate and everything uh, uh emerging that you know you want to talk about save and protect the children and you also have lawmakers trying to lower the age of consent. so freaked yeah. sick but what else we what else they got on there yeah. promote the
0: rule of law and ensure equal access to justice
2: and it sounds all lovely it, it mm-hmm. sounds all lovely and, and things but um you already know one world government, new world order, totalitarian law, and <laughs> justice. Complete so,
0: Um, You got another one. The next one. I'm just reading the top headlines. Um, combat organized crime and illicit financial and arms flows.
1: Hmm.
2: <clears throat> well, I'm I'm very curious how they would attempt to do that. As I mentioned, my approach would be to legalize and regulate the drugs, but like, that's going to put a significant stranglehold on organized crime. But um, I'm curious to their approach with it, how they would do that, but hold on. Run that back again. Okay. Besides the, Go ahead. There's a mention of arms.
0: Mm-hmm. So combat organized crime and elicit financial and arms flows.
2: So again, we're were already talking about they want to crush the guns, take the guns, disband the second amendment, and you know, so it's like ultimately that's going to create a a black market for weapons and evidently they want to knock that out as well. I already proposed my uh, policy for gun control. I implore everyone to have a weapon. At the same time let's have some, uh, some safety checks and balances on that as well as counterbalances or, or how do you say, checks to uh, combat, still maintain the, the ability to combat tyranny.
0: Um, let's see. Next one is substantially reduce corruption and bribery.
2: <laughs> I'm curious how they intend to reduce corruption and, and, and bribery when this is found uh, it, it's found all over politics. Yeah, it's global. <laughs> and as I'm saying, will a global government really do that? Okay, we just have global corruption that's pretty scary. Um, develop effective,
0: accountable, and transparent institutions Mm. on all levels.
2: Now, I believe they're referring to like courts and and schools and things, yeah. It kind of looks
0: like that, yeah. Um, let's see, ensure responsive, inclusive, and representative decision making.
2: Now, we're talking about policies and laws, like, that I like. Mm -hmm. If they are talking about they want to move towards more of a real democracy, like, citizens have more say, I don't want, I'm going to retain some naivety and believe in my heart that it's not all so uh, (laughs) malevolent. Like, surely something, something positive can emerge from the new world order, right? Like, democracy, right? You could have democracy in a totalitarian state, right?
0: I guess you could. I mean,
2: technically, we're in a I don't, I don't right know. Now. I really don't know what that what that means, but <laughs> it's wild, man.
0: um, strengthen the participation in global governments.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Again, it's. I, I really think that's it's leaning towards that that whole global uh, governance state. But again, it's like we discussed last week: our states losing their, our nation states losing their sovereignty, and if some behemoth uh, multinational conglomerate emerges, like yeah, they have the power to kick around. The, I dare say, even America, which yeah. is scary. but um, here's uh, I I'm sure we got people in the UN that are listening too. It will be a long, bloody war like there are more guns than people legal guns than people and then you have countless black market guns yeah. like we got a couple uh, more to t- t- try to take a- no I'm just I, I gotta speak out shout out to our UN listeners like okay America take weapons out of America oh man I, they're gonna need foreign they're gonna need those foreign militias they're gonna need well I guess they are building the robots maybe that's how they're gonna do it they're that's true build too robots. they're gonna you can say well, I'm sorry, man. Please continue. I don't want uh, to oh, I guess. <laughs> you don't want that. You, you,
0: you're you going to love this one. Provide universal legal identity.
2: Uh, I'm
0: going to read this one.
2: ID 2020, 20, right?
0: Basically, by 2030, provide legal identity for all, including birth registration.
2: Mm. Now, what does that mean to you? I kind of thought of ID
0: 2020 kind of like provide universal legal identity. Like, everybody's gotta be registered. Like, birth registration. Like, it's, that's globally. Like, it's I don't
2: more know. than that. Remember we talked about the facial recognition? Yeah. So, facial recognition is everywhere. Just get used to it everywhere you go, particularly protests. <laughs> They're all scanning, you know, getting you from every angle, getting your tattoos, getting, you know, your scars, all that good stuff. But, like, when you're talking about people who have no birth certificates, people who have no driver's license, you have unidentified faces. And that is when you're trying to control the world, you're like, okay, I got CJ got C.J. Day slayer over there. I got Cameron Ra over there. I got so and so. Yo, who, who is that guy? Who, who are these unidentified people? And, I, you know, I see that. Because think about it you could have people moving in and out of the system. No, um, you know, you don't have fingerprints, you don't have faces. So I get where they're going with it, but to... I don't know, bro. All
0: right, this one's right under that. So ensure public access to information and protect fundamental freedoms. What do you think that means?
1: Public
2: access to information and fundamental freedoms. So it sounds like mm, it's a view. I interpreted that as like free internet, like internet for all, because that's information all over the
0: place. I was thinking like freedom of information.
2: Mm. You know
0: how you can type that in and get information. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but on a global scale.
2: And you think um How would give, how would providing information like that to the global populace, how would that serve? The new world order like what do they get from that
0: maybe to see who's looking up what what or they're are looking
2: the information maybe they're saying freedom of information i don't know
0: no i'm just i was just liking it to like a comparison
2: mm-hmm.
0: freedom of information that's what it kind of seems like so um, the last two are, let's see, Strengthen National Institutions to Prevent Violence and Combat Terrorism and Crime.
2: That's what, I think that's the one that I read that mm-hmm. gave me some chills because while it sounds vague and um, it really does, say it one more time.
0: Strengthen National Institutions to Prevent Violence and Crime no and combat terrorism and
2: crime that sounds like a lot of men and women and robots with guns that's um i'm curious what more on that initiative what it entails what the rules I, of engagement are yeah. and uh, yeah that
0: changes with that it, it, it's it, it's yeah
2: So I'm I'm very curious on that, if there's one aspect of that that really gives me the chills, it's that. Because you're talking about a global military. And essentially, does that end all wars? Yes. But then when you end all wars, then that's when you start having civil wars. You start having factions and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. um, The world is getting interesting, I swear, but the new world order is upon us. But no fear, it's not coming into uh, fruition until 2030. (laughs) <laughs> will be, we'll be finished until 2050 so we got top uh,
0: this is the last one uh, promote and enforce non-discriminatory laws and policies
2: non-discriminatory and this sounds nice but I, at the same time there's always agenda and it can always be spun I'm curious how that's going to work I'm even more curious onto nations who be like fuck the new world order we fuck the new world you. you. <laughs> you're freezing up on me Chris you still there
0: yeah, hold on. All right. You see me? My bad. Yeah,
2: I yeah, see you. You back. But no, nah, I'm just curious. Like, nations that don't want to comply.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Take like America, for instance. Say a radical uh, candidate did take the the White mm-hmm. House. His name was Cameron Raw, and he was like, yo, fuck in the world. We're not doing that shit. Like, I'm curious. Like, what would be their response? I
0: don't know. Very interesting. We'll see, but uh, this is—we're talking about global now, because Upgrade America is globally minded. So we're it just is, putting this all out there.
2: Well, um, there's always there's more than one way to skin a cat, and like I sure. said, you knew order people. Perhaps I need to reach out to the UN and like have a chat with them. Like, yo, how you feel about Skyward? Like, can we do this? Not so much on the um, you know, force vaccination and identification and all that. Like, better ways yeah New World Order man check that out yeah y'all check that out yo Cam put me on and I was like what
0: and then I read over this and I was laughing I was like okay well
2: like we said last week they're not even hiding it What a life would say yeah you know all those pledge allegiance to the New World Order very nonchalantly and then the UN don't give a fuck they're like yeah here's a website <laughs> oh man so yo what are we rolling in into next?
0: Race card topic. Okay. Uh, will these nationwide protests activate change in policy for civil rights for black Americans? 2.0 from the 60s. So this is a new evolution of the civil rights acts back in the 60s.
2: Um, <laughs> I would say yes under one condition. Okay black people would have to throw away their vote. No, uh, no. not by not, not, not by not voting. I mean, voting for me as a placeholder. <laughs> hear me out, out as ridiculous as it sounds. Okay, go ahead, I'm listening. Well wow, I, even if I, every single African American gave me their vote, I still wouldn't win. I wouldn't win. But at the same time, it would send a powerful message to the Democratic Party who has sat on their hands since, let's call it the death of Martin Luther King. You know, it would send a powerful message to to the, Republic, the Republicans as well. Like, um, like, yeah, we, our legislatures have failed us. We're not just you killing us in the streets. We're just going to keep voting for you one day one day we will overcome just keep voting democrat until the moon turns blue and you know it's gonna have fuck that shit like if you want to protest politically then yeah i'd say vote for me i'm not gonna win but at the same time it will send a powerful message and perhaps that's what we need to do politically so like yes we have the power to vote but we're not just gonna vote for you all right uh
0: shout out to ig live i'm cutting off appreciate y'all joining me peace out should Peace be. out, IG. Yeah.
2: But what are your thoughts, man? Like, how can this change? Uh, how can policy change politically? We gave, as uh, like I mentioned, we have some solutions. The people can do their part, you know, and the people are doing their part. The people who are, are getting these footage and, and sharing it, you are doing your part. You That's are uh, you're, you're. doing your your, your your duty to your, your nation's your help. You are advocating for the citizens. So... There's, there's one way, but as far as policy, people, if everyone goes out and votes Joe Biden, you know, um, 2020, he don't do shit, you just let them know. Like, I don't gotta do shit for this. I don't gotta do nothing for the black folk. They gonna vote black no matter what. Long as there's a a, a someone that they perceive to be more of a threat in office, I don't gotta do shit.
0: Oh, hold on. Let me interject real quick. Please. So. The state of Minnesota is mm-hmm. democratically controlled. So what does that tell you? Interesting. They're sitting on their asses, basically.
2: Well, not for nothing. Uh a lot of the protests are happening in democratically controlled states. But again we, we mentioned that that most cities seem to be uh most cities seem to lean more democratic. What? But...
0: I don't know. I just find that interesting when you got Biden up running. Vote for me, blah blah blah. But look at this example. I, I haven't heard much from Biden.
2: I haven't either. Yes. It's um, I know he spoke out for a mob shooting, and you know, and he condemned that. But we, I haven't heard anything what, yet.
0: What's you know? the lady's name? Uh, uh Amy Klobuchar, Klobus something, the senator for Minnesota.
2: Where's she at? You know i haven't heard any uh sound bites from her as well not saying they do not exist exactly um you bringing up some very valid points and again it's um there is some another mention of of what people can do or what black people can do during these times is uh you know we mentioned what we can do politically we mentioned any actions that you can do you know to assist fellow citizens but also uh economically you know um Mm -hmm. our our dollar you know as far as we 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 can show people with with our dollar you know um with our with our our earning power like that's a lot of power to 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 wield as well but
0: i've been seeing have you been seeing the messages of go out and vote basically in this presidential election the lesser two evils people pushing that narrative still, which I don't get that narrative. They're still fucking yeah, evil.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm I'm my own evil. I don't go out and choose a, the lesser version of it. Like I think it's um again, it's sure you get a lesser say say Biden turns out to, to be be less of a, a tyrant than uh than Trump. What have you. Like you still don't get anything. What do you get accomplished? Other than the send, you get, you may get a momentary uh, sense of victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're like, yay, Trump's not in the White House. And then what? What do you get? What, what, what do we get from that? And um, I think we need some concrete actions, legislation, like
0: there it is legislation
2: that's that's this, is all this. body it's like I, I think and I, I know we have the hindsight 2020 yeah. for law enforcement officers while you are actively pursuing a suspect I get that shit happens you know like if chasing someone down you know they're shooting at you you I get that in pursuit of a suspect but there must be a law there must be a, a hard concrete law when someone dies in your custody in your care like <laughs> <laughs> let me reiterate because <laughs> it's one thing if they like you know they have covid and they die from it. yo if they die from use of force in your in your care like there's gotta be a strict penalty for that Absolutely. They're safe life in, a, in life uh, with, with no parole. I don't know. But, um, we our our, we, our lives have to have more value. There must be more consequences.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know what it'll really take to actually get legislation passed to protect Black Americans and to keep cops accountable. I really don't know what that looks like. Honestly. Oh
2: it I keep mentioning the citizens' advocate agency, but what they're doing, and I'm gonna—that's how I'm gonna address you, you people who are filming these uh, police brutality. I, I now dub it the official members of the citizens' advocate agency. Appreciate your service, I truly do. But they are providing evidence, is what they're doing, and so if they can't make stronger convictions, all this photo, uh, video evidence, send how um what type of power do the people have over the Justice Department we have we have power over our legislators by voting for them but mm-hmm. our justice department like what power do the people have over that because we need to start pushing those buttons if they exist mm-hmm. and uh, hold the prosecutors accountable as well
0: this goes back to a couple of things so we talked about this with the Aubrey case, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got to hit every level with this. Mm-hmm. W- state, town, city, DA, uh, prosecutor. You got to hit every level. But how do you effectively really create the pressure to make them fold? Because you got to think, these are institutions. They're dug in.
2: Yes, you know indeed. Saying? And it's like even if you sue a certain institution, it gets handled in an institution. So yeah, it's handled well, in an institution. So it's like you have a bit of a conflict of interest, a little conundrum there. But um, again, there must it
0: gotta there gotta be be—must
2: by design. There must be some sort of uh, of leverage that the people can can and use, you know, over the Justice Department if they fail to do their job, you know. Um, I'm gonna look into that.
0: Yeah, we definitely need to.
2: I'm gonna look into that i 'cause I'm I'm very sure they're they're most likely they're be an elective official, like a high level elective official who's over like these these attorneys and stuff. I could be wrong. I'm I'm, I'm taking a shot in in the dark. But um it's, it's something that we need to know. We need to know our powers.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I was gonna ask you this question since we're on this. What well I'm I want your thoughts on it. Okay. What about allies of Black Americans within all these protests? And what are you, what has been your impressions? What have you saw that was interesting? Like, I'm curious on your thoughts. Non-Black people basically protesting, supporting signs, all that good stuff.
2: Um, I saw the Amish protesting, and I thought what was no. it the
0: Amish or Quakers? I've been hearing conflicting reports on
2: it. Um, I, I can only, <laughs> and I'm shame on me. I can only go <laughs> on with the names. <laughs> But the names are saying what people are posting, but I believe it was the Amish that were doing it. But it could very well be the Quakers as well. I've heard today yeah. that people in Germany are as well. Yeah. So shout out to Deutschland. Uh, how do you say Donka? Danke, Danke schön you know, uh, for, for your support.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, it's going. This thing is. It's there's a lot of awareness but mm-hmm. bro i
0: don't know um see if, uh... this is this is my real like i am very appreciative of seeing allies like people from the right independent whatever um non-white allies like speak up signs <laughs> they're protesting uh I am aware some of y'all are quote pro Let's call it. What it is. <laughs> um,
2: that's not a, for for our new listeners. That's an intel group. That's yeah, counterintelligence
0: up. for protests or, or political activists. Yeah. Um, the thing, the thing I want to press to white American, all other non-black populations in the U.S. If we don't have equality and justice for black Americans. How can you truly say we are the United States and how can you live in a civil society moving forward if you're not willing to use your privilege, use your access, use your resources to get us Mm -hmm. one of the most impactful groups in America? Yes, indeed. Equality and justice. That's it. That's all we're asking
2: for. All we're asking is that America lives up to the slogan. Call yourself the land of the free, and the home of the brave. If you're scared to, you know, give us our freedom and give us our rights. Like yo, CJ, you nailed it. You nailed it. But um, again, all the support is welcome. All the non, all the non-violent, peaceful support is is welcome. Yeah. But uh, um, what is not welcome is everyone saying, "Why don't they just peacefully protest like Martin Luther King?" Like, no. Like, y'all,
0: y'all killed him. Yeah,
2: he died. He died. Uh, he was uh, peacefully assassinated. So it's like, again, I don't condone it, but I do understand it. We threw out some solutions, you know, by all means, peacefully uh, join the cause. And, um, I don't know, you think this is a long haul, or we, we, this is something we can wrap up like by uh, I don't know, by midweek.
0: Depends on it's all on Minnesota. They it's hold
2: these people ain't got nothing to do. Exactly. They got nothing to do but go out and uh, be like, oh yeah, everything's free at Target. Yeah, I'm going shopping. Like, <laughs> I'm just curious. What what if anything is if you had to take a wild guess? What if anything is left in Target? What do you think is remained on the I shelf? I thought they
0: burnt one down.
2: I thought oh. they burnt one down in that
0: neighborhood where it first started. they they actually burnt it down well i'm gonna say agents burnt that down or coin
2: pro i wouldn't be be surprised and it's like again that takes away it puts a negative spin on a positive solution well um like i said i'm i'm not naive i'm sure there are 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 real citizens out there who are taking advantage of this situation there are frustrated citizens out there who are, are, are venting that frustration. But I am very confident that there are agents that are working to incite this and uh, blow it up, pun intended. Knock yeah. it off, guys, real quick. Like, white people are starting to think we can't peacefully assemble, like.
0: um, Also point out, like, I was seeing how the media covers protests versus when white America riots for sports teams winning or losing versus us (laughs) protesting for rights. Like you've
2: been seeing those comparison videos? I did. Um, Shout out the lamp, he posted a a meme and they're talking about the protest. And then he's like, no, that was just when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Like the whole city's on fire and stuff. So who was I talking to, man? They're telling me like, they used to grease the polls. You ever heard that term? Grease the so, poles. Uh, uh-huh. I like think I, light, I have like, heard that. The light poles and stuff like that. I have heard Because, like, they would grease the poles because wild jump sports fans would climb on them and just do crazy shit. So they would put, preemptively, they would put grease on it to, to prevent that because people lose, people get... It, it baffles me. I've never been much of a sports fan, but it really baffles me the amount of energy and uh, emotion that people show over sports, like in I can explain. America and stuff like that, but no, it's something they like people get killed at football games and stuff. Like a buddy of mine was telling me how real it used to get, he was from Argentina, he was telling me how real it used to get down I'm like over football, like riots over football, I was Like, yeah, so you're you saying,
0: uh, as a sports fan, um, uh, it's just basically the energy of the crowd, your team. Like it's like a tribal thing in its essence.
2: I could see that. It's
0: infectious that. with crowd mentality, herd mentality, all that stuff. Um, Ooh, I'll give you an man. example, real quick. Here in Orlando, when when Orlando Magic went to the finals of two thousand nine, like the the energy in the city was amazing. Like to feel that when you just walk out every day, you can feel it's electric. It's awesome, and then. I remember going downtown watching all the games and you could feel that energy like it's addictive. It's kind of like charging you up. So I kind of understand the excitement and all that stuff. I don't understand the riding because I understand elation, joy, happiness, all that, excitement. I get all that. I don't understand the riding part because your team won it. Celebrating, getting drunk, all that stuff, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But the riding, I don't get it.
2: I don't get that either. And um, at the same time you brought up a very great point on how much uh, how polarized and how charged people can become in a group. And it's um, control of that energy can be, it can do devastating things as we're seeing across the nation. Yeah. And that again is my biggest concern is like, it's not just Minnesota anymore. It's nope. almost like every major city across the nation, and yep. when we're talking about martial law, things of that nature, like this is a good way to roll that thing out, and um, just be cautious, be vigilant. But what else we got on this agenda, bro?
0: I do want to ask this one question real quick.
2: What do you think
0: what would? Blacks and white America suggests we do to stop police brutality from their perspective. I don't hear that enough
2: Where they say, man, I hear people saying oh you guys should just comply just comply mm-hmm. and, um, I'm seeing a lot of compliance and still a lot of those so like and What would they do in, What would they do in our position? man <laughs> I'm just did you send that. me? Did you send me that video where the guy uh pretty much like stole the cop car? The white guy stole the cop car. I think yeah. I sent. It. I was like, yo, imagine telling that to your flight chief. And I saw a guy in that position, minimum amount of use of force, and he got away with the cop car. I will put I slide that clip in in here for poops.
1: Yeah. gonna get in trouble jerry they're gonna hurt you jerry all
0: way. right i don't know i just always wonder we've done everything they suggested it still hasn't worked now what
2: When course, you need to buy up uh, one of these bankrupt sticks, and know,
0: yeah. there we go uh we got uh rapid headlines so these would be quick just your thoughts on it no research or nothing like that yes. how do you feel about COVID fees for goods and services moving
2: forward. Wow. That's wild. Um I've been tipping extra hard when I do get like carried out or something like that, just because they're doing it. I know that they're doing a service. And to some extent they're putting their their life on the line. People are making more on unemployment with this federal uh, federal whatever bonus whatever than some people are making, you know, working. So I get it and where would that fee go to would it go directly towards the people who were putting their like to paying their um mm-hmm. quote unquote hazardous duty pay yeah and sure so at the same time prior to instituting that i need a very thorough case study on the data and the fatality rate because if it's really if it's truly .002 or whatever the hell it is like no nah, not so much
0: were there, were there up to 100,000, which we question the numbers in the first place,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but up to 100,000 deaths out of, what, 390 million people?
2: But didn't uh, in Wisconsin, didn't they just come forward and say that, yo, like, yeah, we sure we counted a couple gunshot victims as COVID deaths, among other states that are doing that, too. So, again, these these numbers are, they seem to be inflated, but... um. Again, if there's a great case study done and it's really as bad as they say, then sure, I wouldn't mind paying a little extra for their hazardous duty pay. But like, again, if it's just inflated, which I suppose we could segue into another segment about uh, the Dems using this for for their wicked agenda,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: then no. Not so much.
0: All right. So me, real quick, I'll say during Corona, sure. After corona,
2: uh will there ever truly be an after? Post Rona? Uh yeah.
0: eventually it has
2: to we be. ain't, ain't post flu. <laughs> you know, That's we true. You're We're right. Only going nowhere.
0: Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like during this time, yeah, hazardous duty pay. You know you and I believe in that. I have no problem with that. Um but that's how i think about it during rona like quarantine where states are still quarantining and all that stuff yeah, yeah. that makes sense. um what about rvs making a comeback due to rona makes sense
2: now how are they making a comeback
0: what well, like, they're saying due to social distancing hotels not being open but people still want to travel now all states are closed some states are open I oh think you
2: said rvs yeah like uh I recreational RVs. i was gonna say like
0: no, Rec-
2: no, RVs yeah. like recreational vehicles. Oh uh, yeah, I think they, that's. Uh, I I considered that. Uh, Dear Ayasha and I, and I we, mm-hmm. we, told we drove cross country, and mm-hmm. it was a Chevy Malibu. Like <laughs> doing it in an RV would have been a bit more comfortable. But yeah, I like the notion of it. It's it's pretty cool. Would you do it?
1: Mm-hmm. What would RV?
2: You, yeah. Would you get one?
0: Yeah. I've been thinking about uh like not a real big one like between. I guess I'm trying to think of the links maybe a twenty footer and below, somewhere in that links Uh, something like that because you know we're getting older too, bro. I'm not trying to really, be driving a big tank anymore.
2: Right? a little something uh mobile. I don't know if they make a four by four uh, four by four how you say RV.
0: They got those sprinter vans that are pretty nice um they got that's
2: something i could see that's reasonable yeah you know, the, the amenities of uh how do you say an rv and, and something a bit more uh mobile i think that's pretty cool but yeah, yeah. I, told you I was making a comeback and make it one of those in the future just yeah me too the upgrade america logo on there
0: hey all right the last quick rapid headline is Rona testing before getting hired or returning to work, and I got all these from LinkedIn, by the way.
2: Oh that's wow. Awesome. Um, is that now is that a confirmation? Like they, they know that's that's coming, or is this just an idea?
0: They're kind of talking about it. They're pushing the idea around. Like, how is this going to play out? Going back to work or currently at work?
1: Uh, we <laughs> talked about
2: this. Huh? I was talking to someone before, and uh, in, the, in the medical career and she was saying like well you kind of already do that. like there are some institutions where you gotta have a flu shot you know to go I do believe did did I have to take it in college? I don't know
0: yeah I think you do have to take immunizations in college when you go to college I didn't for DeVry but
1: I don't think I took it
0: for DeVry either that's a good question though I'm trying to remember too I don't remember taking anything
2: because I thought there was some sort of slip. I had to get signed or some shit. I don't know. I feel like it
0: was, too. I know colleges, yeah, you have to get immunized. Um, obviously, military. Probably, I wonder if government jobs, like civilian government jobs, are they, like... I don't
2: think it's forced. I don't think it's forced, but right. I don't know, oh man. It's kind of crazy now. Like, I know the organization that I'm, I'm working with now, like, they never made us take any flu shots so it's like i know they
0: offered them at my former job but they didn't make us take it it was offered like hey you can take it we got these times whatever
2: but so, that is um that's something to consider again we mentioned this before and it was one of my concerns cuz um yeah i'm i I'm, I'm, i think that would be very <sighs> legislatively, it would be very you're gonna have people who are opposing it. You got, I know, you got a lot of people who are it, like, yeah, just stick everyone in the butt with the vaccine, whether they want it or not. Like, you got people on that side of the spectrum, but then you got other people who, like myself who are totally against it, and uh, I'm, I'm not with it.
0: I don't know. I guess it. It's weird because it's kind of a form of discrimination. I guess you could say by employment rights or whatever, equal rights mm-hmm. or what. But then again, it's not if you sign. The contract wanting to work for that company. They can do basically whatever they want. Within the law. In their interest or whatever. So I don't know.
2: Um, My my buddy uh, Riza Islam. I I like his channel. Mm -hmm. He put something out there. On how to. uh, Respectfully decline. A vaccination. Like I suppose you gotta. You gotta ask. If it has this certain. Chemical compound in there. And then mm-hmm. I, I'm not too sure, but something that I'm gonna be looking further into in the future, and maybe even um letting uh, you know letting our viewers know uh, yeah about that on, on how they can you know if, if that that is something that's gonna happen in the future. Okay, so
0: it's under the radar stories. Let's hit it. We got uh, our Democrats using Rona for leverage reasons for primary elections and midterm elections.
2: Hmm. So you, you raise an interesting point because right now it's like it seems to be the democratic cities are really pushing for the, the mail-in voting. Man, I told y'all that last week, like they found mail-in votes from like South Carolina and Maryland. And you know, maybe it's cause I'm just a, a techno but I really think the, the, the the most secure and safe way to do it is online. But the Russian bots, the Russian bots, fucking Russian bots. Like, we will find a way to do it securely. Like, if again, if we can do it with the income tax, or if we can move a dollar, we can move a single vote. And it's something that we should get on now. But, um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it?
0: I feel like it's, like, uh, diversion tactics and slowing down the momentum for Trump, trying to sully his administration, his leadership, his image, right?
2: Hmm. With, uh, so, you're talking about with the, the staggering statistics and yeah, and just
0: statistics. all this stuff. Like now, now you got all this going on on top of, you know, like, Oh, they can demonize him, especially what we're going to talk about further down on the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, um what was the other thing and Trump can use it in a different way like look they're failing the act look they're doing this they're doing that so it's like both sides I feel like can use it to their advantage because Trump his base is very strong and dedicated compared to the Democratic base which is very disorganized and fractured in my I opinion
2: agree. and it's like uh, what'd they say Man, it might have been like 3% of Bernie supporters Sanders who like would go would vote for joe biden you know so it's like it seems to be a lot of factions within the democratic party which is uh, the basis and, and it doesn't seem to be very strong but i, I suppose they, where they are strong are on their beliefs in covid and how bad it is
0: yeah because i could see them spending the stimulus all that stuff trying to say, hey, the Democrats did that, blah, blah, blah. You should vote for Biden. Um, if Biden's going to try to use these civil unrest to boost his campaign, I think.
2: I think he's that, but um, the narrative about the Democrats wanting the economy to crash, because it, typically the Democratic Party, or at least my interpretation of it is one of their biggest perks is the the support of of handouts and and welfare. Right now you have 40 million people who are dependent on, how do you say, democratic policy, I suppose.
0: Or I guess you could say aid, even though it took both sides to get it pushed through, but it was a lot. Democrats try to use this as leverage to get all the stuff they wanted while they were negotiating the deal, from what I understand. That's no. part of the reason why it took so long as well to get approved.
2: Now, is that extra 600 bucks from the feds, is that coming from the stimulus package or is that just like... I think that is. So then there's a finite amount. Like, I could totally see unemployment being extended, but that extra cash... Could that be extended do you think there's enough cushion for that to, to i don't build? know
0: i know based on what i looked at it's like july most of it's supposed to be ending because ending most
2: people, in july
0: yeah and then you have to renew or whatever like mm-hmm. by the end of july last week so almost we got, second to the last week
2: <laughs> wow that's uh and you're again it's like when you're looking at it as a whole hmm okay talking about um, there's no guarantee for, for more money in the future and we're talking about 40 million people. So I'm very confident if there is a Democratic candidate or someone who has a very appealing offering a very appealing safety net in the coming months you know that they're going to win by a landslide so we're going to see what Joe Biden has to offer in the future and um, is he being leveraged? Is his a strategy?
0: Has he even picked the running mate? <laughs>
2: Like, I and then there's, thought... there's that. Oh, but, but you bring
0: up real quick. You wanted to bring up, uh, you didn't like something about the socialism, capitalism aspect with the Democrats, or you already? I know we talked about on this topic, in, right? In what regard? Um, the yes. yeah, like Democrats, or are... I forgot what we were talking. We we're going to bring this up on the podcast.
2: Um, I suppose we could kind of spin it into the 47% income tax.
0: Okay. So, go with that then.
2: So Illinois policy is pretty much there projecting. And I didn't go too deep into this, but a like 47% income tax. And I'm assuming that's in support of like socialist uh, type activities. That's my problem with socialism is how okay. they levy it. It's how they levy the taxation. Like again, my initiatives in Skyward under the raw administration yes there are a lot of socialist aspects we want to end homelessness and hunger you know and and poverty in general but we do not want to burden the working class citizen with taxation but um that's that's my bone to pick with with socialism like I think it is a uh, government's responsibility to level the playing fields and to facilitate equality as well as you know make sure no one's left behind and you know fulfill the second bill of rights now let me skim through this real quick progressive okay. income tax hike could be up to 47 percent for illinois oh, so it's for illinois small businesses so small businesses face a potential income tax hike nearly five times larger than corporations under governor jb pinski yeah i totally butchered his name fair yeah. tax amendment so that's really pertaining to small businesses, not so much to the average person. Um, hold, and- on, hold
0: on, let me interject real quick. They got some of the highest taxes in the nation, if I remember correctly, Illinois. Yeah, yeah Between mm-hmm. Illinois, New York, obviously California,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what, New Jersey? Would be up there or not? Uh,
2: well... Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Connecticut... NJ don't pay income tax. And Not like...
0: No, yeah. I'm just thinking on of states off the top of my head. I think at the highest income, there's tax. income
2: taxes and other tax that they don't pay. Is it sales tax or something? No, I don't think. I think you got
0: you t- you got state, federal, and then whatever local tax depending on what county probably.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm just saying they're some of the most heavily taxed states. So that sounds like horrible for people in Illinois for small business. Why would you even want a small business unless it's like online?
2: And, then, and I, I, here's where I, I wanted to interject. I like the concept of, and we do we outline this in the Upgrade America policy for the future book is tax brackets for businesses. Like if your revenue is over X amount of dollars, you pay this percent, that percent in small businesses. I would like them to, it's, it's really unfair. And it's actually quite fearless for, let's just say uh, CJ's bagel shop. To pay the same amount of taxes as Amazon. Like 21, 21% across the board? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, someone who's like their whole revenue, their yearly revenue, let's just say it's 100K, you, you should be, you know, let, let's say, and these are arbitrary numbers, let's just say 12% off of that, opposed to you know companies that are making over a million. Give me like 20% of that and scale accordingly. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Like, you and I, we talked about, what, season one? We talked about all this, too. Um, and in your handbook, your policy book. So, what else we got?
2: Um, freedom ourselves. of the press. So, I guess there was um, there was a crew that was arrested. CNN crew released from police custody after they were arrested live on the air in Minneapolis. So, he had his credentials. Of course, he was black. And, um, you know, that's what happened. So let me read the skinny. A CNN crew was arrested while giving a live television report Friday morning in Minneapolis and then released about an hour later as the crew covered ongoing protests over the death and police custody of George Floyd. So CNN correspondent Omar Jimenez told Wolf Blitzer his mother and grandmother were watching when he was arrested with his producer and his photojournalist shortly after 5 a.m wow so um he has his press credentials all of that it ain't hard to tell and if you can see that poor detective work for for you guys like this is um i consider that a a a, an assault on the press assault on the freedom of the press which is ultimately assault of the the first amendment what are your thoughts man um
0: i know this was in Minnesota, right? The one in yep. Minnesota? Okay. So the governor apologized quickly and called and mm-hmm. up and like, yo, we, we messed up. They shouldn't have to go through all that. So that's the one fast thing he did was apologize and rectify that situation compared to actually arresting the rest of the officers involved in this case while we have all this shit going on, which boggles my fucking mind. Mm. Makes no sense. You're willing to make calls and do all this for a journalist, which I agree with you. First Amendment, protect that at all costs. But the reason why we're in this position is you failed to arrest the officers involved with this murder, this execution on tape. Makes no sense.
2: Now, just an update, he has been charged and arrested. Who? Oh. Yeah, I believe he's on suicide arrest. suicide suicide watch or something like that yeah i've heard that but at the same time that can be interpreted as Mm. because um i'm sure there are plenty of people within the jails right now who love to crack his skull um, that is part of justice right you have to even though while you have the video evidence you know suggesting you know that he showing really that he he murdered the, the guy wrongfully you still have to keep him safe and alive for for justice to do their part. Yeah, I, I have no 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 gripes against that.
0: Uh, what else you got on this
1: list?
2: So you have sh- you have shooters for looters. And All
1: right.
2: Again, it's <laughs> that Trump makes it it's very easy for people to build the narrative. Again, I don't never met the guy we don't hang out so I don't know him personally to, to, to say he's racist but he makes it easy for people to build that narrative when he quotes a segregationist and uh, you know perceived white supremacists and so he made a tweet where he quoted this guy what was his name I think was- it was
0: was it George George Wallace?
2: Fuckface Wallace, yes. I mean George Wallace. Pardon me. But yeah, this guy was. Um, he he made that same statement, and I guess Trump also made a similar statement about release the hounds. You know, uh, talking about yeah, he got something up his sleeve for the for the protesters and, and everything, and it's just like it's you you. you You're making it easy for people to paint that narrative and and, and Mm -hmm. are using language and even there's even a picture and i'm gonna post it where it's uh that wallace character is doing a little thing Mm -hmm. behind a con in front of rather of a confederate flag and then you have trump doing a little thing as, as well you know i'll post that picture and it really makes you think but um yeah the choice of language it's been it's there and then it's subtle but there are some correlations to white supremacists who have said something similar. So there's
0: oh, that. Right. You um, can draw
2: your own conclusion from, from that.
0: This is my thing with Trump. It it, it it amazes me. He plays naive to all this stuff but obviously he's getting it from somewhere. Uh, he's he not all, I, I didn't know what this was or this man or I, I didn't but you read Mankind.
2: Mankind fan. Mankind, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, he's not an idiot. You don't represent yeah. the president of the free world by being an idiot. You can pretend to be one, and there's a bit of strategy to that. You know, how that can work in your favor, but he's not an idiot.
0: This is my thing. This is my theory with him, and we talked about this. Also, the thing with how he compared the protesters that were armed, mm-hmm. which we talked about, and this is you what I brought up. You? they're Some very good people. people yeah liberate Mi- Michigan and all this shit but now we're thugs cause we somebody got murdered on camera and we're saying yo we want a fair trial we want stuff brought to justice like yeah.
1: what is that
2: yo son like if they were armed, on...
1: bloodbath bro
2: they probably would have dropped an atom bomb on, uh, on Minnesota if they were if those protesters were um I don't know but, um, um
0: i don't know he doesn't help his case but he's smart because he always thinks of his base and how dedicated how fervent they are how to, like how they idolize him so he does enough mm-hmm. to show people that are like say independent moderate whatever you call it like hey i'm for america but then he does enough like dog whistles to his hardcore base Mm. to alt-right groups, to all these different people. Hey, you know, I just say this to keep it balanced. You know what I'm saying? It seems like that's what he does, in mm. my opinion. watching.
2: And, and again, he's... We're talking about a showman. Like someone who moves, has moved crowds for... You know, for, 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 for quite some time. Yeah. So so much of a, a figure that even The Simpsons has... has added him into there, but he knows how to move crowds into uh, we, again, we discussed that energy, that emotion that's found in sports, and it seems to be a crowd thing, but he knows how to manipulate and how to harness that. So, if that involves pandering to a certain demographic, mm-hmm. is he doing that for strategy, or is this really who he is? I don't know. But all I'm saying is it's not going unnoticed that there are slight um, correlations and uh, references to not very nice people.
0: <laughs> so what's the other thing? Trump threatens Twitter. What was this all about?
1: I heard okay, this.
2: That was hilarious. But it's like, and it's actually an executive order as a but It's like, so Trump was saying what he was saying, and Twitter was like, yeah, you may want to fact check this. Just like they, they would with anyone else. I'm paraphrasing that as I bring up the article. So Trump okay. threatens to close down social media platforms which silence conservative voices after Twitter posts warnings under his tweet. So Donald Trump has threatened to close down social medias that do not support his agenda, a day after Twitter posted a fact checking notice on one of his tweets. Social media firms suppress conservative points of view, the president claimed without providing any evidence, before saying his administration would strongly regulate the companies or close them down before we can ever allow this to happen again. Wow. Now that sounds like some dictator shit, Mm -hmm. but to be fair, Twitter is, um... Okay. I
0: was gonna ask this question too, but go ahead. I I think I... uh,
2: With Twitter censoring, Mm -hmm. yeah, they are totally biased. It's not like they're like, okay, it, it, it really, it seems that like they are leaning left. So, I get that. And we, we see that, and I get that. The question is, can a private organization, for instance, like, if F grade America becomes a mobile app with like where people can voice their opinions, can we lawfully silence people? Because it's our platform. We're paying for it. Can we lawfully uh, silence people who who don't share our uh, share our, our views because Second Amendment exists in public. While it is a public forum, it is a privately owned public forum. So Second Amendment,
0: or First Amendment, which one
2: are you going to Uh, first, no, I'm talking about Twitter. Twitter is a is a uh, is a private it's a public forum, but it's privately owned. Gotcha. So does the First Amendment apply to a public forum? that's privately owned again it's just you and me that own this motherfucker like no you're not going on there calling everybody uh niggers and coons and all no we're gonna we're gonna silence that type of talk and if someone's going there spreading fake news i mean i'm just trying to play devil's advocate like can they can they can they lawfully do that because if, if so then i i think the the executive order may not have much reach but we'll see
0: I think it's posturing and showmanship because they're in bed with each other anyway. hmm Facebook, all these, Instagram, all these they're in bed with Facebook, the
2: government. Zuck is in in bed with Trump. Like, yeah, Facebook is definitely they're they're in bed, but Twitter's a different entity. True. While Twitter is his weapon of choice, as Trump's weapon of choice, it's like they do not seem to align with his agendas. And that's,
1: that's I think, I it's, think it's,
2: like it's if it's it's my page, I'll do what I want to. Yeah. That's my philosophy on it. And it's like it, it would be a, a concern if this executive order did manage to um, regulate this a privately owned uh forum.
0: You just answered it right there. It it's not going with his agenda, that's what the beef is all about. I do agree to a point. Cause they are conservative outlets let's be let's be real it's not like they don't have any um but i agree with what you just said the last parts that's what it's basically all about he mad they're not going along with him
2: hmm. yeah. but they use they're using an executive order to, <laughs> uh, to force compliance it's a, it's a bit excessive
1: well
0: not yeah. not using it to forced compliance to arrest these officers who murdered George Floyd.
2: Hmm.
0: Just throwing that out there.
2: That might be too much to ask.
0: Last I checked, we all Americans, right? I'm just saying. Goes back to other episodes, season two, do black people have rights?
2: You know, and I thought you are being hyperbolic at the time. But now that I'm seeing all this unfold, people are dying in custody. And um, uh, I'm, 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 yeah, it's a certain thing, not so much. Well, what else we got on here? Um, another thing I wanna to touch on is the vilification of weed. And it seems to be when, whenever you have an incident where uh, someone is getting killed, you know, a black person is getting killed, you're gonna be like, well, he had weed in his system. Or he had a joint on him, or we nice. searched this place and he had paraphernalia, or or something like that. And they're using that to build a negative narrative. And mm-hmm. it's almost like, yeah, like see, he had to be guilty. He had weed in his system, and that system. Um, I, I, I don't I don't know. It just goes further to show how like you know they can they can paint angels as devils and and, and devils as as gods and um the media is a very powerful entity and they will vilify they will find a way to to vilify anyone
0: shout out to brother malcolm x who always has said that
2: yeah no doubt man no doubt and it's like um I, i i find myself listening to his speeches you know time to time and just just in shock and awe that it's like the words that malcolm x said like wow like over almost over 50 years ago more than that is like are still resonating today and still valid and still hold true today which is like why i do want to say our nation has been progressing we got a long way to go yeah ah man but that's my thoughts on that we said trump threatens twitter freedom of the press yeah so hit me with a positive story bro
0: Alright, let's end on a positive note. It's all been pretty passionate today. Um, What we got here? Okay, I know you'll like this. You'll like both of these, actually. Um, First hybrid floating ocean platform that can generate power from waves, wind, and solar.
2: Really?
0: And read, let's see. Maritime energy... Generator developed by a German company, Sin Power, goes where the power of these three forces of nature are often strongest: the ocean.
2: Yes, it's perpetual. Angry.
0: So, yeah, so we got that rolling.
2: Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought about building Skyward on the ocean since it's out of plastic, you know, it could float. But um, and you could also harness that that energy. Something to consider. But um, that very well could be my uh, my, my, refuge or, or state, you know, <laughs> like, cool. I, mean, I build a floating island and, you know, live off the power of the waves. But that's really All cool.
0: Right. next story. Bionic Eye, as sensitive you know, as the human retina may give sight to millions.
2: That's dope when they rolling that out.
0: Uh, let's see. The bionic Eye, uh, they're doing trials now. It's called the ICI, short for electrical uh, electrochemical eye.
2: Interesting. Inspired
0: by the human retina, which is one of the most sensitive tissues we possess, providing 80% damn ass, of all information about our surroundings. Uh, visual prosthetic developed by engineers from Hong Kong and the U.S. offers hope to millions of people around the world lost their ability to see due to things like age-related, macular degeneration, and BB gun incidents. So it goes from like a disease to like accidents. So that's some positive news.
2: That is pretty cool. I'm um, just curious as to like um, the surgical procedure for that. Uh, how, they, how they insert that thing? But it is reassuring because, you know, your eyes once your eyes go, it's like you're. I mean, granted, the, the book of Eli was a badass. Oh, yeah. That was like blind the whole time, but it's like um, we really de- depend heavily upon our eyes. I believe you said what 80% of the information we gather is coming yeah. from our
0: eyes. I think even more. Yeah, probably 80 to 90%. Yeah, definitely. That's, That's my okay. good positive stories. I mean, another one is it's a new movie coming out with Ice Cube and uh, Tracy oh. Ellis Ross on demand once again mm-hmm. we're talking about the failure of the movies now
2: you know that's where it's happening on demand is where uh, the movies are going.
0: i'm curious to see if all the summer blockbusters all the movies supposed to come out are going to be on demand for the rest of the year i'm really curious and then how do they go
2: back i see and that james bond like seeing ah. that but, yeah i got a positive story um okay Shout out to my buddy Elon Musk. So SpaceX and NASA, docking live updates. update. So they did a joint mission, which is pretty cool. And as I mentioned, they shot two humans into space. So NASA astronauts Feb Beckin and Doug Curley are now aboard the International Space Station. The pair opened the hatch of their SpaceX Dragon capsule shortly after 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then they floated into the station. Smiles wide, they were greeted by fellow NASA astronaut Chris Cassidy, who has been on the station since April. The hatch is opening. Completed the last major milestone of the launch began Saturday when the SpaceX Falcon 9 lifted off from Pad 39 at the Kennedy Space Center. So Elon Musk and Trump, and I do believe um, Mark Mike Pence was also there as well. It's like a space force initiative. Like it was Florida, right? Um, Cape Canaveral, uh, Kennedy Space Center. Oh,
0: that's Texas, I think.
1: Say, is it? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I do believe you're right, but it's like I um, I think that's cool that I don't want to say everything is is, is war related, but space and, and the defense in space is the thing. They got satellite killers up there. But yeah. what I'm pleased about is that civilian companies, like the burden, need not fall on NASA in the future and this could actually cut costs. You know, if um if SpaceX can do these things cheaper and uh and if inefficiently because my understanding like we had a lot of how you say throw away <laughs> rockets in NASA. And really? SpaceX is more into the recycling things, like multi use rockets and things mm-hmm. kind of, which is it's cutting costs. So seeing this successful launch and, and um transport to space is it's for me that's positive because I, I very much look forward to going to space myself and uh, they were talking
0: about space tourism i read about that few years back
2: yeah that's gonna be dope man
0: yeah, yeah. i think richard branson ceo of virgin everything, yeah
2: you're right i think that's what he was going but um yeah, that's all i got man like uh it's a crazy episode, I got a lot of them off my chest.
1: Yeah, you did, I
2: wanna emphasize, <laughs> like, don't burn anything, just just the ganja, but uh, you know, look for, take care of one another, and um, be safe out there. I did have some um, tips and, not tips and tricks for protesters and stuff, but that's um, on my Facebook, I don't have access to that right now, I'm streaming it live. But I will want to say this, that baby shampoo helps get Mason OC Pepper Spray out of your eyes. Milk is effective, but the military, like when we did our uh, OC Pepper training, it's the Marine uh, training. We did that with uh, OC Pepper Spray in Fort Lewis, and we were instructed to use baby shampoo to sanitize our eyes afterwards, and OC Pepper Spray will kick regular pepper spray in the balls it's like ketchup man it's like all gloopy and gloppy it sticks in there burns your eyes and then we had to take these uh we had to do um fight a red man a guy in a red man suit with a baton do some takedown moves and stuff with the oc pepper spray in our eyes to pass the course it sucked but afterwards you know you get to wash it out of your eyes but again um all you upgraders whole wide world be safe out there take care of one another you know, and just stay positive and blessed. You got any closing remarks?
0: Nah, man, we just, for me, I just want to see justice and legislation, not justice and, oh, we locked them up with it. Nah, fuck that. At this point, we need laws being changed.
1: Yes, obviously, right,
0: and it's come to a point where if it's civil unrest, obviously laws need to change. That's my biggest takeaway. Shout out to all the allies, non-black allies. I've been seeing a lot of people speaking out reaching out uh speaking out showing their support whatever um that's all i got really hopefully this thing is concluded sooner than later we'll yes see. indeed um but we're doing our part in upgrade america
2: true indeed, true indeed man like um and i suppose you all doing your part by by tuning in as well if you want to support the movement like share subscribe and, you know, leave us some positive comments or, you know, and most importantly, pray for us. Our prayers are more powerful than our weapons. But um, on that note, I just want to say peace. You know, truly, truly wish for that worldwide. And uh, stay blessed, everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.
1: Blessed.